Well, overnight, there were a new round of Hamas rockets fired into Israel, both overnight and into the morning. The death toll rising on both sides, with more than 700 people confirmed dead in Israel, nearly 500 Palestinians killed. Israel's defense minister now saying Israel will completely blockade Gaza. We're now joined by CNN military analyst and former member of the Joint Staff at the Pentagon, retired Colonel Cedric Layden. Colonel, thanks for joining us. To start, uh, I want to start actually with the IDF saying that there's no ongoing fighting on the ground right now in the Israeli communities around the Gaza Strip. They're all under Israeli control after a, a very intense 48 hours. What do you make of that? So, uh, good morning, Phil. I think one of the big things to look at here is the fact that uh, they've kind of done their mopping up operations and uh, they've stopped what they needed to do. So, uh, when you look at all the different um, aspects here, like all of the efforts that the Israelis have been able to do when it comes to attacking things in Gaza, they've basically done this in addition uh, to the fact that they've been in essence, dealing with attacks in all of these areas within Israel itself. So what you're seeing here, Phil, is the fact that uh, they think they've mopped up everything here, at least to the, the extent where things are more or less safe uh, or safer than they were when the, uh, the, this attack first occurred. But every single one of these areas <clears throat> right here uh, is one in which uh, the Israelis had to either clean things up or move in and take out uh, Hamas fighters that were coming in this way. Can you speak to what this will mean? We just in the last hour have heard from the Israeli defense minister who is given an order for a complete siege of Gaza. Gaza. And let me quote here, quote, no electricity, no food, no fuel, everything closed. Does that tell you yeah. that, a, that a ground incursion is ahead? Poppy, that would be one of the key indicators for a ground incursion. So basically what you're talking about here is the fact that every single one of these areas right here is going to be, in essence, X'd out. So what you're doing is you're cutting off all the power supplies. So at least half of the electricity that Gaza gets is supplied by Israel. Uh, that very fact limits all the things that the Gazans can do uh, when it comes to, uh, you know, they're very densely populated area. When you look at everything that you see here, uh, this right here is actually the uh, the border area right, right in this way. And all of this area is Gaza. All of this is extremely crowded, densely populated area uh, that probably the most densely populated area on Earth. You've got about two million people here. So every single one of these areas is going to suffer from food shortages, uh, lack of electricity, lack of sanitation. Uh, in essence, this is what you do uh, when you're getting ready to move in if you're going to actually do a ground incursion. In essence, they're laying siege to Gaza. Mm -hmm. In terms of how a ground incursion would work, there, there's been a very real reticence to fully uh, engage in something like this from the Israeli military side for exactly the reasons you state, how densely populated it is, uh, just how to get out once you get in to some degree. Uh, what would be a, what are the key elements they have to consider before doing something like this? So there are several key things, and this is actually an excellent point. So there's something unique about Gaza. People have described it as being, in essence, an open-air prison uh, because uh, once they're in, they can't get out. Now, that's overstating it a bit because before uh, all these attacks, there were a lot of people from Gaza who were working in Israel. They had uh, this border crossing right here was the one they would use to go in and work day jobs in Israel. Uh, but uh, this is all now closed off. And so 
one of the unique features that they have to consider is that these people can't get out of anything that is happening here. This, in essence, is all blocked off right here. And that very fact uh, makes it really hard for uh, the Israelis to go in because when you look at all of the different uh, areas here. These are all uh, very narrow streets, all uh, built up areas with very few agricultural areas, at least in this part of Gaza. And that makes it hard because what you're dealing with here is what's known as urban warfare. It's going to be really tough for people to get in here, uh, for the Israeli forces to move in buildings around corners, around rooms. Their tactical intelligence is going to have to be extremely precise, especially when it comes to any efforts to try to rescue the hostages. And that's going to be uh, a critical moment for the Israelis. They're going to have to decide exactly how they want to do it and what other things they can do in order to make that happen. Colonel Layton, to, to Phil's good point about once they get in, how do they get out? Couple that with the fact that we've learned overnight that the U.S. is sending this carrier strike group to the eastern Mediterranean. How will that play into this decision and what, what can be done from that to help Israel? Yes, yeah, so the carrier strike group, uh, the USS Gerald R. Ford, is a, really a key element. This is one of the pre preeminent ways in which the United States projects its power. And uh, when it uses a carrier strike group, we've got a lot of aircraft. This, uh, this carrier strike group can take anywhere from 70 to 90 aircraft uh, along with it. It's got other ships that are part of this, uh, this effort. Uh, so what they can do is they can do everything from humanitarian aid mm -hmm. all the way to providing uh, things like close air support if they were engaged in combat operations, which this is not what's going to happen in this particular case. Uh, they can also be a presence there, and that would mean that they cut off anybody else who uh, is going to, uh, for example, try to do something uh, from other countries around here uh, to try to help Hamas in this particular area. You don't want anybody to move in in that, in that sense. And what you want to do is you want to make sure uh, that every single element is in essence blocked off so that the fighting is contained. So what the Gerald R. Ford and all the other elements of U.S. power in the region are here to do is they're going to make sure that nobody else gets involved, at least overtly. And that's one of the key reasons to have them do this. Yeah, U.S. officials have been very clear. Deterrence, 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 not active participation. Uh, Colonel Cedric Layden, we appreciate it. Thanks, sir. You bet, Phil.